0: the novel Universe with Ashley and Dawn, book club buddies who love to read YA fiction. We'll discuss the good, the bad, the ugly, and oh my gosh, we need to talk about this right now. I'm Ashley, the fantasy architect. And I'm Dawn, the criticizer of books. So grab something sweet or salty and join our universe. Hey guys, and welcome back to our universe. Today we are going to be discussing... Multiple different books that Dawn and I have read over the course of February of 2020. And our first book of our discussion is All the Stars and Teeth by Adeline Grace. All right. So we're going to do a spoiler-free edition first.
1: And we're going to keep it spoiler-free. And then we're going to do a spoiler edition. So
0: Ashley's going to read the synopsis. All right. As a princess of the island kingdom Visidia, Amora Montanera has spent her entire life training to be a high emancer, the master of souls. The rest of the realm can choose their magic, but for Amora, it's never been a choice. To secure her place as heir to the throne, she must prove her mastery of the monarchy's dangerous soul magic. When her demonstration goes awry, Amora is forced to flee. She strikes a deal with Bastion, a mysterious pirate, he'll help her prove she's fit to rule if she'll help him reclaim his stolen magic. But sailing the kingdoms holds more wonder and more peril than Amora has anticipated. A destructive new magic is on the rise, and if Amora is to conquer it, she will need to face legendary monsters cross paths with vengeful, vengeful mermaids, and deal with a stowaway she never expected, or risk the fate of city and lose the crown forever.
1: Alright. All right. it was a long one. It was. <laughs> okay, so we're going to start with what we didn't like. Do um, you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I'll
0: have you go first. Okay, so stay. neither
1: yeah, neither one of us knows what we thought of the book. Um, we did it on
0: purpose. <laughs> yeah.
1: So... I I am notorious for not liking anything. Ashley likes more stuff than me, so I have no idea. I get a feeling that she gave it a five. I'm dying over here. I have a bad feeling. Okay. So, all right. So, the first thing I didn't like was the, okay. So, I feel like this book has not done anything new. Um, okay. We have a princess who is the heir to the throne, and it's her turn to take the throne, and she has this big celebration party, whatever, and something goes wrong. And then, I mean, I've read this story so many times. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I'm over it. And she, The only thing new she added was a fucking pirate. Big woo.
0: A big woo. So and overall,
1: that <laughs> was my biggest problem, was that I've heard this story before.
0: Okay. You're dying. Okay, so something that I also did not like was the similar the love triangles okay I am just I'm over love triangles and it's it's so inevitable inevitable in your face with this book right away versus like it's just slowly crept in here and you're not entirely sure what's going on but as stated in the book Amora has stated her feelings towards one of the individuals very blatantly clear from the beginning, and mm-hmm. somehow he just does not get it. He is mm-hmm. so duty-bound that he just is like, well, too bad, I'm just gonna do it anyway, because it's what we're supposed to do, and she's like, no. <laughs> That's a spoiler. <laughs> you know? No, because I didn't say who it was. Duty-bound? Duty-bound. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, I didn't really pay attention too much to the romance to be honest with you because I think it's just because I knew he she was gonna pick like you said it's Mm -hmm. pretty she said who she was gonna pick Mm -hmm. and he the other guy was just kind of annoying I I don't I didn't like his character at all I didn't see Mm -hmm. his point Mm -hmm. per se so I guess I didn't even pay attention to that there was a love I mean I I noticed it was a love triangle but I had no opinion of it
0: yeah, I think also because this is her her debut novel, correct? Like this is yes. her first book. Mm-hmm. So, it is also, I mean, she's probably read other books in lieu of what we're talking about. So, of course, her story is going to follow a very similar map of princess, pirate, mermaid, blah blah. It sounded a lot to me like the pirate queen, even though Okay. <laughs> just in that general premise. Um, I also had an issue with the fact that the main character, Amora, she is so in love with her country and in love with the fact that she is going to be this ruler over this great kingdom. And the kingdom is only... Like, each island has different magics that are performed, and you don't know why everyone is separated in all these different mm-hmm. islands. Um, and then when her big like Mm -hmm. crowning ceremony happens something extreme happens that it's like why the heck did this just happen she's been planning for this her whole entire life and for some reason it just does not go the way that it's supposed to and number one you know that her mother and father are extremely deceitful they are hiding things from her point blank from the beginning of the story Um, And I think I just, I had an issue with her character because she was super duper confident and very willing to accept truth from someone else. Okay. If you know what I mean. Yeah. She was, um, I don't want to say gullible, but at the same time she was quite a bit gullible because she just left everything that she knew to be true and someone says different and so she goes, okay, sounds good. Yeah, So I I had an issue with that. I had an issue with her as um, a heroine because of that. And it wasn't until the end of the book that she has, in my opinion, some more redemptive qualities that she has to more overcome a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, But what I did like about the ending... um, in we'll general. save that for No, I'm not gonna spell
1: it. No, I mean like the likes. Save your likes for Oh, that's right. We're still on don't like. Are you still on don't like? I still have don't likes. <laughs> But I'm I'm about to agree with you. I didn't like the main character. Um mm-hmm. I got sick of her platitudes and I'm and I was listening to the audiobook and I think that was the problem. So every time she was like, I am Amara M- Montana and I am the princess mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. Visaline and, and every time she said it, all I heard was I am a what is it? I am Indigo, not Indigo. <laughs> I, I am. What's his name in uh, the Princess Bride? <laughs> you killed my father Prepare to, to die. die. I am and, Indigo Antonio, Montoya. Montoya. Indigo Montoya. Indigo <laughs> Montoya. Every time the narrator said that, that's all I thought about, and I shouldn't be laughing because this is supposed to be a. A momentous moment of her strength and honor and because duty. And I'm laughing. She tells
0: herself that numerous times. Oh, for it's sure. That's like, why I was
1: laughing my ass off through the whole audio It's what
0: Aileen did in reference to Throne in Class when she's talking about like lunch upon a time. You know, mm-hmm. like there's these moments where these heroines ha- are like trying to prep themselves yes. for what they're about to do. And, and I hate that. their one tagline. But that audiobook for this book is Awful. Did you? How far did you get? Did you read the book? I read the book whole all the way through, and I was mid book when I started the audio book, just to see because you had commented on like you're like I listened to an audio, and I was just not no. The narrator is so bad. Her voice is super pitchy and very like non-excited when there's supposed to be excitement. And I just didn't think she was a good narrator for the book because I feel like the language and how she spoke took away from the depth of how the book was. Because you're focusing on, like, I don't like this person talking to me. This book is very mundane and I don't understand what's happening here. And there was just no um, sense of imagining anything. Like, when I was listening to her talk about when they go to the Kendoa, like, forest or whatever... Um, which is one of the different islands, right the care forest, the Kerr forest or care forest <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but the way that she was talking on the audio was so mundane and very like one type of tone and how she was speaking, okay. and so I think that that was the problem because when I was reading, I was like,' oh, and all these people are like stuck doing x y and z and why did this happen and whatever because it's like it's building that world and she yeah. was just not a good narrator to build that world and i and, and
1: i think that was the issue yeah i don't listen book. to a lot of audiobooks so i wasn't sure if it was the book the writing or if it was the narrator but like you say at the beginning of the book she has her demonstration and something goes bad and i'm like that's it <laughs> she gets from prison for that uh-huh it was so anticlimactic and uh-huh. i don't understand I was why like, i can't save you from this what you're the king. What do you mean? You can't save her. What does that mean? <laughs> I didn't like their magic. I understand, oh, you can't have two magics. I didn't I didn't like the world. I I didn't like that magic system. It was okay. all info dumped. I felt like it was info dumped and so when the big thing happens that she messes up, I'm just like, well, you just totally info dumped your magic system and I'm supposed to be like, "Oh my god," pearl cl- clutching my pearls. No. I <laughs> It was just all info dumped and I didn't care. I didn't get it. Okay. So. And
0: I had a different point of view. I actually really
1: enjoyed it. (laughs) Well, maybe it's because I listened to it and you read it and you got to hear it in your own voice. I
0: think that that's what it was because I was able to dictate with my own imagination how I was seeing things. And so, with like all the different islands and like her escaping from prison and visiting all these different islands and trying to redeem herself and to redeem her throne you learn more about her as a character and she truly really grows to like love her people because she's outside of the city wall she's not being surrounded by her father telling her oh no she can't oh no I'm not going to tell you any information or whatever and it's like that also it's a very similar story to a lot of stories that we've read before. Mm-hmm. The, hero, the, the hero or the heroine is stuck on some island and they're not allowed to leave and they don't know everything that's happening and then all of a sudden they leave their island and then their eyes are wide open because mm-hmm. they're able to see everything that's going on and all the ways that they've been lied to. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so I do agree with you there because it's like we've heard this story before. However, I did think that it was told well because i think like you said i read it in in my own voice versus listening to that woman
1: because she was really okay really bad yeah. all right well let's get to the likes because all my dislike was just basically what you said just the overall i've heard this story before mm. so likes mm-hmm. nice. i didn't like anything i'm just gonna say it i liked nothing
0: okay your turn <laughs> I did like the world, and I did like the different um, colors that each like city was known for, and like each of their magics were known for. Um, and I really did like the way that she was brought to a fork in the road. The main character, Mora, and she was um, she's had things stripped away from her that she like doesn't know how to continue on without things that she's grown up with. And, like, these three people that have surrounded her, the pirate, the stowaway, and the mermaid, have all, like, come to, like, her aid, and they're her true, like, crew, her true people, because they're people from different parts of the whole entire city. Mm -hmm. Um, Not city, but I guess world, because, like, they're not just from one city. Um, The way that they just encourage each other, and there's that uh, relational building and growth building in them, learning what trust is really like and the fact that even though they're all different, they're all used and important for something and that was the whole main part of the book was the fact that all of these people are separated due to their magics like they're not allowed to be with each other because of the fear of learning each other's magic. It's like banned. So I thought that that was really cool how that was tied in. Um, the ending I thought it did end well. But I was still a little confused with an area that happened with, like, the different curses and stuff like that towards the end.
1: Well, it sounds like you had a different book than me, because what you're talking about sounds great. I (laughs) I didn't read
0: that book. That's what I'm saying. I feel like you missed it, because I I thought it was really good. I did have an issue with um, a couple of, like, the climax parts of the book, because I was like, oh, come on like I knew I knew things before mm-hmm. and I was I'm doing what you do where I start guessing what's going to happen and yeah. I wish I wouldn't I do that sometimes cuz I spoil it for myself. Well I do but, it as a
1: test. If I can guess what's going to happen, this book is predictable, ergo mm-hmm. it's a piece of shit. If I cannot predict it, good on the author. Mm-hmm. That's how I kind of decide mm-hmm. if a book is good or not. Yeah. But, <laughs> and I could predict most of the stuff that happened in this.
0: There book. was one part where Amora learns the true cause as to why her magic is cursed and why it is cursed to to her bloodline and that i was like bravo bravo for that backstory that's what i've been waiting for like and to be able to come up with that like then everything made sense versus like i've heard this story before there was a new little twist to it which i enjoyed okay yeah, but I think that that's all Great. for our. Yeah. Well, what did you rate three. it? What did you rate it? I gave it a four.
1: I gave it a three, just because there was nothing bad about it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a bad story. It wasn't horribly written. It mm-hmm. moved quickly. Mm-hmm. It was easy to understand. It's just I heard this story before. Mm-hmm. That's all. I I just heard it before. It was a man. I was like, eh, okay. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
0: All right. And I I did not give it a five because I predicted something. That's <laughs> like crap. <laughs> Really? Uh, Yeah. I predicted something. You're going to give this a five? I I thought about it. Because up until that point, I was like, ooh, like this is good. Or this is good enough for me to rate it a five. Dawn has other expectations for what a five book is. She hardly ever rates a book a five. So for her, it has to be really, really, (laughs) really, really, really really good. And for me, if a book is something that I am constantly turning the page and really excited about what's happening in the story... That's how I okay. write that out. It's yeah. basically on how like much the story grabs me and this story grabbed me right away, which I didn't think it was going to do. Okay. Cool. So.
1: All right. Well, that is a spoiler-free edition of All the Stars and Teeth mm-hmm. by Adelaide Adeline. Grace. Adelaide Grace. Mm-hmm. And we are going to start the spoiler edition in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Uh, I don't remember much. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember the big
0: chunks. I don't remember much. Okay, so this Kaveen guy, okay, who is like stealing everyone's magics and like corrupting them and telling them that they can adhere to like soul magic, which soul magic is cursed because it's cursed through Amora's bloodline, like way back, okay. <laughs> And so he's, like, rallying people up and telling them, like, no, we need to be able to use our magic because the king has left us and they've lied to us and they've taken everything from us, so now we have to be able to, you know, purify our community together and whatever. I knew he was Bastian's brother. I knew it. Oh, of course. I knew it. I was like... Would
1: anyway. that Berg reveal happen? I was like, yeah, well, here you go. Formulaic. <laughs> this is formulaic.
0: <laughs> I was like, please don't be his brother. Please don't be his brother. Um... But he was. And that was really like. Was okay. that the why you
1: gave it a four and a yes. five?
0: Okay. Yes. Interesting. Well, actually, that was why I gave it a four. There was another reason why I also gave it a four. Um, which, yeah, I, I guess that. And the fact when they go to Zedoyo, say said, that um, the Opal Island that's now like dead and everything's dying and it's all like cursed and whatever. Um, there was just a moment where she meets Kevin, and he's like, well, just trust me, don't you want to know the truth of your bloodline? Yeah. Don't you just want to know what everyone's been lying to you about? And there again, Missable Gullible is like, oh, yes, I do, blah, blah, blah. And she just goes into this cavern, and then she finds Cato Montanero, who is the start of her bloodline's, like, skinning knife, which she had no idea what the skinning knife was for. Because all you've known is that this beast is, has been inhibited, has inhibited the islands before. And the only way to keep him contained is through soul magic, which is where they search one's soul. And if they deem that your soul is non-redeemable, you can't ever turn back. Your soul is basically turning into nothing. Meaning like they use a lot of like imagery with like color and like all that stuff like that. And then that's how they deem that someone is fit to die. And so Amora has this magic (laughs) that she can kill someone with by just reading their souls and seeing if they are who they are. Um, And so that whole hoopla of her learning, like, that there was this other woman, Sisera or whatever... um, That she practiced multiple magics and was able to hold them all without dying. So, and yet Kato was, he was unable to because his first and official magic was soul magic. And so he becomes corrupt and, you know, then that's how this whole entire curse comes to be because he wants to rid people of being able to study all magics because he wants them to feel exactly like him, the fact that he can only have one magic um, and all that stuff. She's she basically learns that her father has been lying to her the whole entire time and everyone else has been lying to her. And um yeah, I had a problem with her going into the cave because I was like, Are you are you joking? You're just gonna walk free willy nilly into a cave on an island that is everything is cursed. Everything has a curse on it. Really? And i am just gonna wait out there for you? Okay, what is this, trust game? This is, like, a trust fall? <sighs>
1: um, yeah, I,
0: I got no opinion on that. And I also had an issue with the fact that, like, her dad at the end, when he, like, lets her into his soul before he dies, because Kameen, like, binds his... Her dad like to him so then that way she can't harm convene without killing her dad and so her dad has like this weird secret soul magic where he can like capture someone into his soul to be able to talk to them privately so he has this whole entire conversation with her it's like yeah i lied to you basically from the beginning and i was scared and i was a coward and i'm not the type of king that this world needs me to be because i was afraid of what Letting everyone else's magics run rampant would do. And I was afraid of the beast. And I was afraid that I wasn't this person. And then she's just like, but you betrayed me. He's like, I know, but I'm sorry. And then she forgives him. And then she still... <laughs> he still dies. Yeah. Okay? He still dies. She still don't have her magic because her magic was cursed to best much. I thought... I was like, how the hell are they... Like, what is going on with this cursed because she gets cursed but yet the only time she feels any sort of life is when she's around him after they've been around each other for quite some time and they've showed love interest towards each other. I'm like, okay, she cursed just like he was cursed to the Keel Hall? Oh no, he's cursed. She's cursed to him. (laughs) And now he can access his powers but she cannot.
1: Yeah, I was watching um... Jay Kristoff's uh, Instagram okay. and he was talking about the Witcher because he just finished watching the Witcher and one of his biggest problems which he is correct is that their magic didn't have any rules mm-hmm. and when your magic doesn't have rules you can do whatever you want and mm-hmm. but the reader can't understand yeah. it and I think that sounds like what you're saying mm-hmm. and he like says Harry Potter does the same thing which is true mm-hmm. J.K. Rowling was just coming up with all kinds of shit yeah. out of there. Uh-huh. And the rules magic has to have rules and if yep. it doesn't then you know you're like wait what it, mm-hmm. exactly. so that sounds like
0: that. Yeah, kind of trying to issue with that because I was like, you no, we're just okay with it. Yeah. And then she's like, ooh, do I really love him because I do love him? Or is it because I'm magically bound to him?
1: Um, that sounds like The Witcher. That sounds like Yennefer.
0: Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. So I did end up giving this book a four because um, I did appreciate the, the world. I appreciated the world. I appreciated the fact that she took time to construct it, and I didn't feel as though it was super info-dumpy. There were some places that were like, okay, we know who she is. We know that so-and-so has this magic or whatever. But yet, it did add to the story, and the different depths of the different characters that are involved in her crew, I really did enjoy the fact that we saw into each of them. And it is only told through Amora's POV. Mm -hmm. Which is okay because I did understand how each of those other characters felt along the way. It wasn't like one of the other books we read where we we're like, anyone else part of this book? Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: So, yeah. All right. Mm, that that one. was All the Stars and Teeth by Adelaide, Adeline, Anna, Adeline, Adeline Grace. Adeline Grace.
0: <laughs> uh, it just came out. Yeah. So, yeah, it's new. Do not listen to the audiobook, you guys.
1: Yeah, moral of the story. Don't listen don't. to the audiobook, mm-hmm. read it. Yep. All right. So, thank you for joining us, and we'll catch you in the next podcast.